<laughs> made it again. What you think? We wasn't gonna come back? Welcome to another Tuesday Live. Don't miss Liz too right now. Boom. <laughs> What's oh up, Liz? God. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can? Okay, hold up. Mm -hmm. Let me see. I love I love the little the little backgrounds. Okay. Hey, I come know on now. Hey, like hey you VIP, girl. Tuesday live. What you mean? This is It feels this real, real official real. in here. No, that's the that's that's the gratitude right there, because I admire your hard work and you know, watching how far you've grown and everything. And I'm like, dang, hey, she's just growing at a rapid rate. I got to tap uh, in. I have to tap thank in. Thank you. I know. I know. We got to catch up. There's so much to talk about today. Oh, man. But well, I love your intro because the things that you were, um, the four pillars that you were just talking about, I'm, I'm like, okay, we're on the same wavelength because I'm going to go into that a little bit later, too. I'm, I'm sorry. Man, that's that's the foundation for being able to deal with adversity and keep your confidence once mm -hmm. things get shaky. So Back. I guess um you wanna just tell you wanna just tell tell the people where you're from and, and what you specialize in and how you started choosing yeah. yourself. Yeah, so I see some of my people are joining in now. So hey everyone. Um so uh, originally, I'm from Minnesota. That's how me and Kim know each other. We go way back to definitely like our younger years when we were still growing up a little bit. We were still outside. <laughs> but honestly, it's been so amazing seeing what you've done. Like, you know, like I feel like the biggest blessing in your life was moving out of Minnesota because Woo! you just did a 180. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I did. Feel for the real. same way. Like, what? I did for real. I did. One eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you. No, it's been amazing. Um, yeah, I've been doing content creation for about five years now. Um, just I, you know, it started out kind of. I was just kind of playing the field. I had started um, different Amazon-related businesses, selling products on Amazon. That kind of tanked. So, you know, we pivoted into something else. I was really good at finding products on Amazon. So I was like, you know what? Let me put the girls onto some fashionable pieces for the low. So, you know, I started over on YouTube, built up my TikTok, my Instagram. And about two and a half years into content creation is when I pulled the plug and quit my job. And, mm. you know, I took a year in Minnesota. I knew I, I always wanted to move out. But I was like, you know, is this going to work out for me? Am I going to have to go get another job? So, you know, I was just hustling for that one year and it really paid off. And then I moved across country. Now we're in L.A. It's been Dang. five years in the making. <laughs> That's what I'm talking yes. about. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So I, it, it probably comes with, you know, it's fears and uncertainties like any big shift does. But how did you figure out for that year that you really put into work what your work life health balance was um there wasn't a lot of balance let me <laughs> let me tell you like it was straight hustle i remember like every morning like because you go through such an identity crisis when you quit your job because you know all your life you're told go to college go you know get a job and everything like that and then you quit your job and you're like shit what am i doing now like mm -hmm. you know you kind of doubt yourself so i had to really stay motivated i was listening to motivational podcasts literally all day i was working grinding and i mean you know the thing is like the time commitment to a job you know was really keeping me away from really really growing what i wanted to grow so 
it, it kind of just skyrocketed on its own once I was putting all my energy into it. So yeah, yeah. no, mis yeah. no, no regrets whatsoever. <laughs> no regrets. Well, you're doing what you love. I know when I, you know, my whole passion since I was little was to play pro ball. And when I figured out I couldn't do that, I lost everything. I didn't, I didn't refocus yeah. like you. I went off. Because that was your you know? identity for so yeah. long, you know? Yep, yep. And you, you so that was, almost have to kind of like shift like, oh, who am I now yep. again? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yep. hard. And you got to, you have to do it with either a dedication to sobriety <laughs> and really focusing on those pillars because you can't do it under yeah. the influence all day under pills and and flour and, and alcohol and entertainment and negativity like that's not going to get you to be able to find you know the next level of your life i think it really comes down to your support system and guidance did you have guidance at those times or did you just online self-taught i mean it was mainly me you know like <laughs> And that's that's the hard thing is you know when you're trying to do something super different it's it's hard because you know my my friends you know were just doing the same thing i was doing we went to school we were you know hustling at our nine to five you know doing our corporate thing and i was trying to do something super different so people didn't necessarily understand or they they didn't really believe it was gonna work out so instead of you know relying on my peers my friends for that support i literally just locked in with like entrepreneurs online mm -hmm. um joining any kind of support groups <laughs> that sounds crazy but um no, also like all. listening to podcasts all day long i love listening to conversations of people you know fired up and talking about their business or motivational things things that you can really place action on too you know yeah that that's what happened to me. I, that happened to me because I was I lost my six pack partying too much, and so I had to figure out a way. I had to figure out a way to get back in the gym with, without a without a competition coming up, without a game coming. Mm -hmm. I was like, why am I even in the gym? I go play basketball because I like to compete, but why am I even in the gym? Until I started researching the benefits of exercise and fitness and the sauna and sweating and all these things. So I was like okay, if I want to be here for my people in the future and I want to be a good dad, I got to start taking care of my health now. I can't just, I got seven surgeries in my career. I got to maintain these things. They're going to catch up to me. So I, I yeah. indulged in self-help, self-development, entrepreneurs, build your business, get over it, accountability, responsibility. And I think that's the thing with online and social media is that people like us are able to create this dialogue for people. And there might be one thing you say that connects with someone or one thing I say that connects with someone and shifts their whole mind. Mm -hmm. I know I've had that happen to me um, before when I've heard one theory or one rule from somebody who made it up and I, now it's just part of my everyday life. And so yeah. you know, I think it's beautiful that we're able, we're able to do that. What, what, what's the daily preparation and reflection like for preparing for the response? To the unknowns because you don't really know your identity you don't know what's coming with the move how's your daily preparation prepare you to respond accurately well, intentionally so i i'm a big believer in routine routine feels boring and redundant at some times but when you think about yourself you know like when you're really killing it that week when you're on your shit, working out eating well um accomplishing all the goals you want to accomplish what what we saw those looking like it's usually when you're going to bed at the same time every night you have structure to your day you're planning out your day in advance one thing i learned um and i've been doing it for a while
So I think it was Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. He, he mentioned this once before, and I've done it ever since. Um, essentially, before you go to bed at night, you write down three things you want to accomplish in the morning before you even touch your phone. You put the mm. post-it note right on top of your phone and we're doing these three things before we touch our phone because you've got to think about it i mean for the longest time i will wake up in the morning instantly start looking at my phone and my phone is my business so it's immediate stress yep. <laughs> you know i'm like i gotta do this i gotta reply to these people i gotta send people links and now my mornings are peaceful mm -hmm. nobody is bothering me nobody's messing with my energy in the morning um, you know, and it could be like simple little tasks, like go take a shower, go brush your teeth, go jam out in the kitchen, make some breakfast, get your vibes up first thing in the morning Choose before yourself. you even scroll on your phone. Yeah. 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 It changes the whole trajectory of your day too, you know? When you start no, out with yourself, choosing yourself, I'm saying. and just like mentally getting positive first thing in the morning, nobody can really mess with your energy. It sets the tone of your day. So that's it. Yeah, that's one. Um, let me think. As far as yeah, like work-life balance. Um, I also like to set goals. I was just talking to my girls on Instagram about this, and this is where your four pillars come in. I don't know if it's similar. You're gonna have to let me know. But I've been doing this ever since I quit my job. So every month I check in with myself. So. This is actually a really good time. It's almost a new month. So you would write November 2023, right in the middle of the piece of paper. Okay. And then you would separate the piece of paper into four quadrants. So you have different goals in different categories. Is that similar to your four pillars or a little uh, different? A little different. I mean, yours is goal setting. Mine is more health dedication. It's, it's more preparation mm. on, on, you know, maintaining awareness so that you're able to attack your goals. Okay, okay. But I like so, what you're um, So yeah, I, I pretty much separate like my goals into four categories. Like, you know, I'll take a second and you wanna, like I always do this somewhere where I'm outside feeling a little small, feeling calm, relaxed. Um, and you know, you just jot down all the goals you have for the next month. You know, think of yourself where do I want to be next month that gets me 10% better? You know, at my highest vibrations, feeling very vibrant all around. Um, so you set your goals into four categories, your health goals, and health is physical health, but also mental health. People don't put enough, you know, work into their mental health, I feel like. That's one of them. Um, another one is your business goals, your financial goals, your side hustle goals. Any goals that you have related to money, put them in the next goal. Um, the next little goal area is your social goals. So your friendship goals, your relationship goals, and then the last one is your miscellaneous goals. So you'll write down all your goals for those different categories, and then you have to write down where you, how you get there, what actions you're gonna take. So let's say I wanna reconnect with one friend this month. You know, we're all getting a little older. We're going our separate ways. You gotta really like put work into maintaining friendships. So I'm gonna hit up one friend per week, <laughs> go out to brunch, go do something fun, maybe go do a workout class. That also impacts my physical like health goals. Um, you know, write down intentions because I feel like 
goals with actions behind them, they're much more achievable than just writing down like, oh, I want to save like $800 this month. Yeah. Well, how? You got to write down mm -hmm. how you're going to get there. So that's what I like to do. And then you can keep yourself accountable. You know, look at what you achieved that month. Okay, I didn't quite get there. How am I going to get there next month? So I, I like doing that every month. No, that's amazing. That's that's tight for setting goals. For try sure. That's similar. Try I, mean, I, mean, I promise you're gonna hit everything. <laughs> no, I will. I will. My 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 pillars are more of you know, yeah, before you touch your phone. Before you touch your phone, you have the reflection before sleep, recharge during sleep, refocus after sleep, then reset your intention, and then you activate your mind, body, spirit. All that you do before touching your phone. And so oh, okay. the mind work the the mind work would be reading or journaling. The body would be stretching or exercise. Spirit would be gratitude journal. You know, you do those three things before before you touch your phone, and now you're figuring out who you want to be throughout the day without having to compare or be impacted by stressors or temptation. So those are things that I do to know if, if I start, if that foundation starts getting a little shaky and I don't pray or I don't stretch or I don't work out, I'm like, hold on, something's going on. Something's going on. Why is my foundation you feel, getting rocked? the difference in, in your mental, just the way you interact yeah. with people, you feel it. Yeah, for sure. Everything, everything. And I think it, when you have, especially when you have goals, you need to take your health serious because the moment, if you're on a trajectory and you get sick, now you're stressing because you're missing your goals you're missing deadlines you're missing your plans so you got to put your health first before anything you can't go see your little son play you can't go bury your mama you can't go to brunch with your friends if you're freaking sick so yeah. the thing is keep the gratitude in your attitude spirituality is more about believing in your ability to deal with adversity and less about connecting to a higher power i think they're higher intertwined because when you're in adversity and you lose faith in yourself you dig deep to the creator's belief that's within you. So I think they're both intertwined, but to stay away from, you know, spirituality, I say it's your belief in yourself to be able to handle adversity and the emotional yeah. state obviously is, you know, being able to go below the emotional state and choose its intention and understand that our emotions are generated by our sensory input and they come from a place of experience. So they're very real, but you don't have to act on them. They're just an alert system to let you know, oh, that was sad before, now I'm sad. That was, I'm scared, now I'm scared, okay, but what'd you set in the foundation? How are you spiritually, mentally, emotionally? How do you want to react to the situation? You gonna punch him in your face? Cause he called your girl a B word? Or are you gonna say, all right, let's leave? You know, what'd you say? Do you say, I wanna be a peaceful person? I wanna be a violent person. What was your intention when you set your intention in the morning? And so when you set your goals and you say, I wanna be successful, I wanna be positive. Once you get out into the world and you start attacking your business goals and you hit adversity or a roadblock you're like this morning i said i want to be intentional and positive now i'm under pressure what am i going to do am i going to neglect myself or am i going to choose myself i think i'm going to choose the self that i intend to be because i did the work yeah. when the sun was out i don't repair your roof in the rain you want to have your roof fixed when it's sunny <laughs> out so when the rain come you don't get rained on okay yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's it's so important to keep it like yeah, a, a daily thought, you know, you can have these, you know, you can journal it once per week, but unless it's kind of in the forefront of your mind all the time, yeah. you yeah. you know, you're gonna, you're gonna pick up bad habits for sure. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, I go, I go to the gym every day, I say four times, I mean, I'm not saying every day, but I mean, some type of activity, walk around, stretch, do yoga, 10 minutes, check the box, you know, I'm not saying do anything extensive, even if you write down three things you're grateful for, okay, there's mm -hmm. your spirituality. 
you know, even yeah. if you do, you know, any emotional work where you're meditating for two minutes or, you know, saying a prayer or reading a book that helps you think a certain way. Um, doesn't have to be extensive. Choose yourself. Don't choose me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's just like, just like an explorer. An explorer goes into the jungle with, with a backpack full of tools. An athlete goes into a game with hours of preparation before they even know what they're going into. You know, you just got to set yourself up to be prepared and who knows what's going to happen, but neglecting resources ain't nobody's fault but your own. <laughs> right, <What>? 100%. You <laughs> know, um, so you blew up your social media. I remember I asked you for advice a few years back before I even started doing, well, I think I was doing motivational content for about a year then, but I've been doing content since Vine. Not, nothing, nothing oh, I would be proud of. Yeah, now, was, you were. <laughs> I was on Vine, boy, out there, had a bunch of, it was crazy. Are you, that guy? Are you that guy from Vine? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, Not to be a known off uh, Vine. Yeah, that's crazy. I wish I could find my, my Vine page, but man, <laughs> I put a whole bunch of shorts out there. Maybe not. No, I'll just keep that in the archives. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> uh -oh. someone will find it for you, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Sheila. Um, but how fast did you grow your social media? And how do you suggest others to capitalize? And I also had a guy today at my gym um, asking how to find his niche or how to find what his uniqueness is to start yeah. his uh, branding online. Well, I feel like that's kind of the barrier for a lot of people. A lot of people want to start, you know, they see social media being kind of such an outlet. It's a fun job. It's, it's a fun thing to do. We're all on it. Um, but how do we make money on it? How do we like capitalize on it? You know, I've had so many people tell me like, I don't want to start doing this. And really, it's just about starting. I feel like that's the biggest barrier to entry is literally just posting for the first time, because people can't get over um, being perceived as trying something new. A lot of the time, I remember when I first started my YouTube channel, people were like, what are you doing? You're going on YouTube? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking trying it, like whatever. And people, you know, they're that kind of if you if you allow people to bring that doubt into your life, you're never gonna try anything new and out of the norm because you care about what other people think. But as far as finding your niche, I feel like my niche kind of found me. So I just started kind of uploading um a little bit of fashion content um like women's content on youtube and then the girls started asking oh where's this outfit from and i saw my numbers of like my my fashion content going way up so i'm like okay let me keep doing more of this you can really like when it comes to social media you can kind of like throw throw shit at the wall and see what sticks you know um i'm sure you've had videos blow up where you didn't even think like you know you were just like oh this is a regular video or i don't even really like this that much but let me just post it and that's the one Somehow. that of course go viral you know yep yep i was <laughs> I like dang why was i wearing why was i wearing my do-rag in that one <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like why did you know yeah like why was I talking like that or saying this? Like, I don't know, it's the most random things. Um, but I will say like, there's kind of a misconception that you need to have a really large following to make money and to make it your full-time job. And that's not the case at all. So um, 
when I quit my job, I, let's see, I haven't really grown much on YouTube. I haven't made that a big priority lately. I, my big priority has been like TikTok and Instagram. Um, I, I wasn't big on any of those. I probably had 20,000 followers on Instagram at the time. And I was matching my, my salary of my job. It really depends on what kind of content you're putting out there, what your kind of business strategy is. For different content creators, you know, sponsorships are one. Um, affiliate marketing is another. Selling a service or like an e-product. Those are all different ways you can make money as like a content creator. Um, you can also sell physical products. So it really depends on your niche and yeah, so I, I would say you you definitely don't need like a huge audience, but the biggest way I've been able to grow my accounts is just through like doing it every day, posting pretty much every day, five times a week, um, showing up and being consistent, major key, and just, you know, breaking the barrier of starting. That's where people get hung up most of the time. You know, they're scared to put themselves out there. You're not gonna hit 100,000 views on your first video. It's just not how it works. You know, you, you can't be scared to, you know, build it slowly and along the way. And I feel like that's where I, you know, I'm really grateful my account didn't just blow up because I've had women with me since the jump. They know me from five years ago. Um, they know me at my first apartment, you know, when I moved out by myself and they know me now and they've seen the journey. We built a relationship versus if I would have just blown up overnight. People don't really know me. They don't trust me. So it's been very special in that way. But um, no. yeah, what about you? So, okay, I want to I want to know you had a viral video. Was it Snoop that reposted it? Yeah, Snoop and Master B. That's crazy. I'm, I haven't had a viral video like that, but I want to hear from you. Like, what did that feel like? Well, just reconfirming that choose yourself is the underlying truth to our belief system, even if you are OG. Okay. <laughs> even if you are gangster, okay, you're going to do the things that make you the best husband, the best father, the best businessman, the best musician. That's why he related, not because of the water, not because he exercises. He's skinny as hell. He might exercise. He should, he but might. I don't know. If you he never should. know. I don't. I did see him boxing once, but it doesn't matter. Like I said today, it don't matter on your size. If you're checking the boxes for a healthy lifestyle, then you know that's beautiful too. The the the, yeah. the thing about having someone like that validate the message. See, my my video was a message of trying to portray and illustrate what choose yourself means and what it means to fill your cup up first, and that's checking the boxes. That's the mindful consumption, that's your sleep, mind work, body work, spiritual, emotional, all those things have to come first. You can't neglect your sleep to stay out if you got to be up early, if you want to grow. You're not going to be effective the next day for the goals that you have splitting the quadrants that Liz just taught you. You ain't going to be able to attack those if you're neglecting yourself the night before. And even if yeah. you feel it halfway and if somebody needs you, you know, it's it's going to be tough to do. But what, what that did for me, I was already building the choose yourself concept and the choose yourself channel on YouTube. I just launched that two weeks ago, but essentially I wanted to be full of resources, tools, and people from all areas of expertise to be able to provide a paradigm shift perspective because there's a lot of 
pages like that, but this is more of a page for the people, by the people. It's not by me. I'm just hosting right now. Eventually, I probably won't be hosting in whatever, five, ten years. But right now, I'm hosting and trying to get a community of people who can help anybody who wants to tap in with their problems. Oh, I want to do content. Oh, I want to be a life coach. Oh, I need help with my mental. You go on the Choose Yourself channel and you have these categories and videos along with the links and the resources. And that's that's the goal of the Choose Yourself channel. But the Choose like Yourself, it. yeah. I like it because that's exactly what I needed when I was starting out too. I needed, I needed to hear from real people who, you know, have done it, who have faced the challenges. Talked about the real shit too, you know, because a lot of people don't talk about it. They just talk about the end goal. There's right. a lot of shit that comes in between. So I like it. I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I, I think with everybody kind of collab, a uh, collaborative effort, it'll mm -hmm. help reach a wider audience. And that's obviously, you know, the goal, but it's, I think for finding, for creating content, when I started, I was always doing funny, funny, disruptive content. It was more, it was yeah. more like, holy, what did he just say that? Like, <laughs> when it came to my stuff, my right? posts on my Twitter, my Facebook, listen, I deleted them all. Y'all can go look. But, <laughs> and all my vines, just all my Snapchats, it was, it was off the wall. But I, I, I know that that was appealing to people. And so I try to do a, a, that kind of approach, but accountability to where it ain't no one's fault but your own. Because right now it's, oh, you got this and you lost this and you're mental and you take a week off because you're depressed. Uh, uh, what, what you doing? How you going to get to your goals? Okay, so that, that kind of approach yeah. for me. It's important and, to take accountability for, you know, your yeah. situation you're in. Yeah, we can't dwell too much in the, in the bad shit. Mm -mm. And, and really what happened when I was blaming people for my whole life, which I will be you know doing a series on my life soon um but i was blaming all kind of people my past my little brother my dad history genetics freaking justice system my exes and eventually i was like you gotta blame yourself you right. have to choose to blame yourself get over it and get after it so then my content became get your ass up get shit done go to the gym do what you said and i was doing that and people were like oh, that's a little aggressive and then i'd watch it and i'm like that's a little aggressive so just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i, went on, I remember i went to work out with you once and i almost passed out i'm like he's really out here doing the most <laughs> hey listen i back up when i say that's the thing but uh yeah, it was a good workout I but think, i was yeah. dying yeah no I think for, for finding my niece, I just find what I'm passionate about, and that's contributing to others' growth because of what I went through. So I want to help people that went through I went through. And so if you're trying to find what your, your uniqueness, reflect on teaching your old version of yourself. That'd be the best way. Mm -hmm. If you were teaching people who were 10 years ago, make content about, about that. Also, make sure you have time. Try to include it in tasks that you're doing already. Like you get ready, you shop already, post already. I work out, I'm on my way to the gym, I'm posting. But to go, or you can go make a day for content. But, you know, I don't know if that's lucrative when you're not monetizing yet. Um, so I don't know if to find your niche, find something you're passionate about and do something, find something you do already and find time. Yeah, your niche, that's, that's also the kind of the thing. You kind of work through multiple niches, it seems like, you know? <laughs> That's what I did too. You really don't know when you start. You just kind of, you just kind of start, you know?
Yeah, no, you do. You do. I just knew I, I just keep talking. You know that. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. <laughs> Somebody gonna I'm gonna track something. Somebody go, cuckoo. Hey, go hey, choose yourself. There you go. <laughs> oh no, cool. Um, yeah, speaking of choosing yourself, how's it important to modeling as a mid-sized model? I mean, how do you deal with the trolls online and the haters? Okay, well I think I you mean, look great, so by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess when so I kind of niche out as far as like mid-sized women, but I don't consider myself like a body positive influencer. I was just filling a gap, honestly. And that's what I learned when I went to school. You know, I went to business school. Um, you know, we wrote a lot of business plans, learned about entrepreneurship. You need to find a gap in the market. And there, there were so many women who were struggling, figuring out what to wear, or what to call our body shapes because we're not plus size, we're not like straight size. We're kind of that in between where sometimes clothing brands don't carry our clothes or some of the other clothes are a little bit too big. So the term mid-size kind of became popular when um, TikTok formed. So I kind of joined in on that community and it was able to, it was the term helped me find a lot of my audience you know women were able to relate to my content they were able to shop the content that i was promoting so yeah that i mean that was the main thing but you know i never wanted to be body positivity that's that's not my realm that's not anything like that what where confidence comes from is doing new and different things every day. I feel like people get a little stagnant in life. You know, you're going to your job, even though routine is, you know, very good. You get a little stagnant in life, you know, when you're not trying new shit. So anytime people are, you know, asking me like, how are you so confident? And it's really because I just keep pushing myself to do new shit that scares me a little bit. Like, honestly, live public speaking, not my thing, but, um, but I have the opportunity. <laughs> I'm here. I'm like, shit, <laughs> might as well. Because that's, that's the thing that, mm. you know, like, what's worse than not trying something is regretting not trying something. Yeah. So, um, about two years ago, I was offered an opportunity to do public speaking um, at a conference and I rejected it because I was so fucking scared. I was like, uh -uh, I'm a terrible speaker. I used to bomb all of my college speeches. So I just had it in my brain that I'm a terrible speaker. So I, re I, I declined it and I regretted that so much. So when I got another opportunity to do public speaking, I'm like, I'm scared shitless. I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm going to puke, but I'm going to do it. So I ended up doing it. And little, that's not a little moment, but moments like that shift your brain and literally show you that you are invincible. You can do whatever you tell yourself you can do, but you can even do it on a smaller, like weekly scale, like maybe going out to eat alone. You know, it's scary. It makes you a little nervous. You're walking into a new restaurant you've never been to. You're not gonna have anyone to talk to. You're gonna have to rely on yourself. But little things like that show you that, like, even though you're scared of it, it's something you can do, you know, and you did it and you conquered it. Go into a new workout class, never walked in, never did that type of workout before. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna be a little scared showing up, but it always, 
it always pays off and it boosts your confidence so much anytime you do new and scary shit. So I highly recommend anyone who's feeling like like tired, mentally tired. A lot of the time we're not tired. We're just not stimulated, you know, bored. like, yep. yeah, we're bored in life. Like life gets super redundant. It gets, it's not fun sometimes as an adult. We got to make it fun. We got to light that fire under our ass and kind of ignite the, the spark, you know? Yep. So yep. that's something I like to do. No, um, for sure. Yeah, going through, going through those struggles, going mm -hmm. through those struggles of overcoming the self-doubt. That happens all the time, unless you are, like you said, stagnant. But the struggles of trying something new, it builds confidence. The struggles of exercise cardio it builds confidence it's a controlled struggle that shows you whatever your mind said is freaking wrong it's for safety and energy reservation and survival that's all yeah it's not right yeah and, and, and the only way to succeed is to push yourself up and exert energy so it's like your mind tells you to sit back and hold on let's hold this energy let's not waste any calories let's not waste even thinking chess players burn more calories than professional athletes even thinking burns calories so when you're not confident fatigue yourself out because you're thinking too much without any resources you didn't set the foundation you didn't set your intention and every time something new comes up since you haven't tried anything new you freaking go crack and you break down and now all your mental illnesses surface because we all got them but the only way to deal with them is to build your confidence through trying new things research do research if you if you think that you are the only one going through it just go on google or chat gbt and say how many people struggle with public speaking and made it through i'm sure it'll be oprah winfrey obama everybody you think didn't struggle has struggled i mean you don't you don't yeah. get good right away no you one's naturally right away. a good public speaker yeah you know <laughs> well and i mean that's i i think that's definitely one of the most important things we can do to just kind of like bring life back into our own life you know people start feeling so stagnant they're bored and i get it there's weeks where i'm like damn i haven't done anything this week i need to go like challenge myself so yeah it's super important yeah, um, I, don't, I, I don't have those weeks <laughs> good but, good but, but you that don't mean... yourself that's where that's no, where you kind of yeah. gotta sit there and reflect definitely that, that's that's why I take my morning serious, and that's what the gym is for, because the rest of my week is, it's already busy. I do three days vacation a month. Every other day, I bartend weekends. I, I do sales all week. I do fitness training in the morning, so, like, my whole, my whole week is full, but there's two hours after my seven-hour sleep. That's nine hours that is for me to activate my four, four pillars and focus on my intention, so that when I go through and start helping these other people, my fitness doing sales, I'm selling other people's brands, I'm selling my brand, I'm, I'm communicating yeah. and understanding with other people. I know what I'm capable of and what I can contribute so I know my value, I know my worth so that whenever something gets shaky, I already know what to revert to. I know what character I can be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. That's the best. So, um, you quit. Can I answer the question? What? Yeah. So so I quit. No, <laughs> I quit I my saying, job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you quit your full-time job to be self-employed. We talked about that, but what helped you process the fears? You kind of touched on that a little bit, but was there anything specific that you did when you mm. were most fearful? I mean, well, quitting your job, like, 
your most comfortable cushion in life that that's scary as hell you know you're like I guess I guess my biggest fear was the money am I gonna be able to make this work am I gonna go right back to working another job and you know I I had to like sit with myself for a little bit and think about it I asked my like parents I was just trying to get a little bit of insight from everyone kind of like the okay like am I making the right choice and my mom had said she's like you know you if you if you quit your job and follow this you know you can get another job if it doesn't work out but you can't get the time back you know mm. and yeah. i i think that's really what i needed to hear and i just went i just went fully in after that and um also i guess like it comes back to regretting not taking these opportunities any opportunity that comes my way now I say yes, even if it scares the shit out of me, even if it's something I really don't want to do, as long as it aligns with me and I feel like it's helping other people or bringing me forward, making me a better person, I'm going to do it, you know, even yeah. though it scares me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you no, know, it's all, any new change in life is scary, but we got to open open ourselves to the opportunities that something new and better might come along the way. If I would have just stayed in my scared little circle and been like, you know, like I, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, you know, um, working this job that I hate, I, I wouldn't have never had the opportunities I have today. So even if it doesn't feel like a blessing at the time, it usually is, you know, every time, every yeah. time. And if, you, if we grew up in a cave, if we grew up in a cave, we would have no choice but to try new things to survive. If we didn't know the historic of, now it's grocery stores, but how to hunt, how to fish, I'm talking about primal thinking. If we didn't have comparison to other lives, if we didn't have, you know, the hesitancy of, oh, these people failed. What if, what are these people gonna think just cause we're in a cave? We're like, we just have to do this cause it's what's on my mind. It's what's passionate for me. And it's, it's something that I wanna, I wanna engage in. If we just take that and go for it, it does a lot more for showing you you love yourself than trying to see how much do I look like I love myself by making this choice. Just freaking do it. And and you you asking you asking for prayers of people who pray, give me a sign, give me a sign. Well that thing that popped in your head, that's the sign. Cause that didn't come yeah. from anywhere. That came from time, energy, and experiences at opportunity. Boom, idea. That means go. We don't know what's going to be, but you don't come up with that idea if you don't do the work before, if you don't grow your, your business before, if you don't reach out to the people before. All those things are steps to be able to get that idea. And then after that, guess what? More ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right. They keep trickling in. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. No, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on. You're inspiring. I just, I'm, I'm gonna call you offline and try to get some help with my business development and my content. Yeah, too. let's talk about some more. I want to hear more about this YouTube thing. Yeah. I think that's an amazing idea. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, before we leave, what's a book that changed your life and why? You're probably not gonna like this answer. <laughs> I don't really read like that. Oh, I do audibles. What? Audible. I mean, I listen, okay, so I'm yeah. a podcast girly. Yeah. I, I listen. Okay. To, okay. Okay. Um, I love Les Brown. He's my all-time favorite motivational speaker. Have you listened to him before? Yeah, yeah, I loved him. I listened to him when I was in a dark place. He helped me. 
Yes, yeah, 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 same. Uh, Les Brown, The Daily Motivation. If you only have 10 minutes in the morning, turn that podcast on. It's something as simple as like doing it while you're getting ready in the morning. It's, and it just kind of leaves you with a really good feeling, you know, starting out your day. Um, and then Brene Brown and Jenna Kutcher, my favorite podcasters. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Bang. Wrote them down. I'm going to download them. I'm going to get to it. Get to well, it. Yeah. Wait, what's your favorite What's your favorite book? Maybe, My, maybe I'll try one. Well, the few, the 80-20 principle. You heard of it? Um, Put it on is Audible. Is it 80% focus, 20% party? What? <laughs> <laughs> 80, well, that's basically where I got it from. 80% healthy. 20% fun, 100% happiness. But that's not what they talked about in the book. Oh, they okay. talked about, they talked about, they okay. talked about, they talked about, you know, you wear 20% of your clothes or 20% of your business comes, I mean, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your clients and like how you should focus oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that concept. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So it's 80 20, but it's, it's applied to cultures and history for years. Like it's a proven thing for, from everywhere from Ford to Apple to, you know, food selections. Loyalty. It's the 20%. Loyalty and trust is more important than the numbers. Yeah. Essentially. That's how like I feel. That. I mean, that's yeah, how I feel to, to myself. I agree. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, for real. That's cool. I'm going to check in on those books and I'm going to check in with you. I appreciate you. Keep growing and glowing. <laughs> Keep choosing yourself. You too. Thank you love. for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to tap in. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. You good? Everyone. All right. Bye, Liz. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>